All right, Joyce, welcome to the Financial Advisor Now podcast. I am so excited to be here with you. We were chit-chatting before I hit record, and I fucking love your energy, so I'm so excited for my whole, everybody that follows me to be hearing from you. Um, So thank you for being here. I'm super excited to be here, and uh, I listen to your podcast, and, and I love it. I love your energy, so I'm really excited to be here with you. This is going to be an explosion of New Jersey energy because you That's are also in New Jersey. So you, anybody listening, you're going to be hearing probably some curses. You're going to be hearing some slang. Like we're going to bring out the best in each other. Um, but to get started, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to everybody. So if you want to share a little bit more about you, what you do. So everyone kind of has a really great foundation of what we're going to talk about today. So I am a money mindset expert. My name is Joyce Rojas. I'm from New Jersey, loving it. And uh, I have an investment firm in New Jersey. And really what I focus on is not only investment planning, financial planning, but the mindset around what is happening in your head, because some of us self-sabotage our money life. And so why do we do that? And that's what I focus on with my clients. I love it. And I know we were chatting and something that you mentioned that just struck and and really rung true was there's kind of different people at different stages of their wealth building um, uh, journey. And I think that's really where you come in. You're like, I'm going to help people build their wealth kind of no matter where you are. So some people might already have a bunch of money saved or a bunch of money invested and like, how do I grow this? And you will come in and help them. But then there's other people who maybe haven't gotten there yet. Can you share a little bit more about that and how you help them to get to that next level? Yeah, so we know that the financial industry really focuses on people with money, right? That's really who they focus on. And so I worked with a Fortune 100 company and I felt like, okay, we're not helping the people that need to grow it, that want to grow it. And so then that's who I hone in on is I hone in on the people that are six figure earners, but they're wondering, wait, what's happening here? Why am I not building wealth? And what I find is that what's happening is something is holding them back in either their habits, their actions, or their mindset. And Mm. you'd be surprised how much mindset affects what you do with your money. It actually affects every decision that you make along your life journey. Yeah. And I, I'm so happy you bring that point up because I, I really want that message to get out to more people because I think a lot of times, and you mentioned that you're from immigrant parents, right? Like you're part of my minority community. And right. and I think a lot of people, and you can, you can expand on this, um, it, they think that, well, I just need to save up the money. I need to have the money and then I'll start making it work for me. But there's really like a step beforehand And if you are somebody who wants to build wealth, but you haven't done it yet, there is some mindset stuff that could be getting in your way and most likely is getting in your way. Like you don't need to be on TikTok being like, oh, I should buy this stock or this fucking like cryptocurrency. Like we need to work through the belief systems that are foundational to growing your mindset. So I guess what are some of the things that you see and you work on with these people who are high earners, but they haven't built wealth yet? What are a couple of things that you see that you work on with them? Or you're like, hey, this is maybe a sign that you potentially have like, because I think sometimes people might not know that they have a block until somebody points it out. Yes. Yeah. So if you're making money and you're not growing growing it, you're not building wealth, there's a problem. 
<laughs> something is happening. Yeah. Okay. That's an easy way to see. If you continue to get into debt, you pay mm. your debt off, and then all of a sudden you find yourself in debt again a year, two years later, there's a problem. Yeah. If you feel like you are compromising, you're settling, mm. there's a problem. So these little pieces where you're just like, okay, your higher spirit knows. Yeah. Okay? Logically, you can try to talk your your yourself out of these things, but your higher spirit knows what you're capable of, yeah. what your potential is. And there's a little voice inside of you that says, hey, we should probably be over here at this point. What's happening here? Yeah. That is a red flag. That's when you should say, okay, what's going on? What's yeah. holding me back? We all have glass ceilings. We may have glass ceilings in the in our financial world or maybe in our relationship world or maybe in career, but we have glass ceilings. And so what I do is I try to say, okay, where's that glass ceiling? Let's bust through that. Yeah. Let's see how higher we can get that. And then, you know, your glass ceiling may be higher than mine. Yeah. You know? And so that's when we start looking at, okay, what's happened in your past yep. that is holding you back today? That's and and I think so what I'm grasping from that is that everybody listening to this, I think the question to ask yourself is look inward. Do you feel like you're in the place that you kind of would like to be or were hoping that you would be? And not necessarily comparing yourself to other people because everyone has a different journey, but like, do you have that voice inside? And we all do, but it's like, can you hear it? And it's saying like, hey, something might be a little off here. Like I'm making a hundred, two hundred thousand, but I'm not building wealth. And I think for for clarity's sake, because again, we're both advisors and and um sometimes people listening to this, if they're not in the finance world, they might be like, wait a minute, <laughs> like I want to make sure I fully grasp. Like growing, it, making more money in your income, whether you're an entrepreneur or salary is one thing, but then saving the money and growing it through either investments, cryptocurrency, real estate, your savings account, growing your wealth is what ultimately we're talking about. So obviously we want to make more money and obviously get like raises. And I think there is a component of the mindset that could be holding you back from making more money. But it's really, we're talking about building wealth. And I love that distinction because wealth is, for a lot of intents and purposes, synonymous with freedom, right? It's synonymous Absolutely. with having more flexibility, more freedom. Absolutely. And I think, that's your, I think that's really kind of what your sweet spot is. Yes, yes. And so, and I tell my clients that, right? I say, well, money is just a tool, right? Yeah. We all have been programmed to chase money, Yeah. All right? And that's okay. That's fine and good. But the thing is, is we need to understand that money is buying us something. So what's money buying you? Is yeah. money buying you financial freedom in, in, in more time with your family? Yeah. Is it freedom in more traveling? Is it freedom to have these luxury goods that you want? And then I ask the question, why do you want that? Then I start, yeah. then I start going into that. Like, that's interesting. Why do you need to define yourself with these material pieces? You know? So it's, it's kind of this rabbit hole of understanding what's yeah. happening at a deeper level. But at the end of the day, money is there to buy a freedom that you want. And only you know what type of freedom that is. Yeah. And there's definitely 
there's definitely freedoms that are authentic to us and then maybe inauthentic because it's like keeping up with the Joneses or doing something because, you know, you see people on Instagram fucking going to Italy and you're like, oh, I want to do that. But like, do you really want to go to Italy? Like, maybe you don't like pizza. <laughs> and so yes. it's like, yes. don't do the things that don't feel aligned. Um, I have actually an interesting story that I'll share with you. And I think you'll find this um, to be like, this is just the way I think about it that might be beneficial for anybody listening. Um, when I started my entrepreneurial journey and I and I became a financial advisor, one of the things I focused on first was how do I build my revenue as much as possible, as quickly as possible? And I did that very intentionally and I didn't save as much money as maybe I could have because I was taking a lot of that money and reinvesting it into my business or into myself. But there came a time where... Um, the more money I was making, I wasn't necessarily saving more money. So I hit like 250,000 and then 350,000 and then 400,000. And I'm like, but wait a minute, <laughs> like my investment account is not growing in the same capacity. And so there has to be a moment, at least for me, this is kind of how I have processed my own money thoughts. There had to be a moment, a decision where I was like, I am, I am choosing to build wealth now moving forward. Right. And I share that because one of the things that I at least resonated with me was I never wanted to shame myself for wanting to make more money, but not save money. So, and I think, again, we're very aligned here that the goal here isn't to say, if you're not saving money, you're like a bad person and you've like <laughs> fucked up. It's you're, we're all on our own journeys, but the, the power of these conversations is the awareness right. is like, what stage are you in? Cause you might be making 200,000 and a bunch of the money that you're making is going to stuff that's not a priority for you. And therefore, you could be saving it and building wealth, which would be a priority for you. So I don't know if you have any thoughts to that story, but I just felt for some reason compelled to share it. <laughs> no, and, and I love that story because that's one of the things, right? That's that's like a, a flag that when I speak yeah. to clients, they say to me, okay, five years ago, I was making 100000 now I'm making 200,000. I still feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Well, there's a reason for that, right? Because as we begin making more money, we like to then spend a little bit more. We make more, we spend more, we make more, we spend more. Well, where is the growth in that? And so one, one thing that I love to do with my clients is I love to find out what's valuable to you what do you value the most so if i ask you for example scotty what do you value the most what would you say the top three things freedom convenience and uh family and friends okay so family and friends convenience what does that mean like instacarting things like not going to the grocery store paying for my dogs to go to daycare um, getting first class flights, like all anything that makes my life like saving myself time is like all oh, fuck. That makes me so <laughs> excited. Got it. So you time. Yes. Time is important to you. Yep. Friends and family is important to you. And yep. then you said freedom, but what what does that mean to you? Freedom would be the ability to maintain my own schedule, be able to travel when I want, be able to not be constrained by like, oh shoot, I have to show up for this sales call or I have to show up for this thing because if I don't, I don't have the money um, coming in. So it's like the freedom to be creative, to kind of live a life of flow instead of like constriction. Okay. So physical freedom, like you yeah. want to be able to say, okay, well, if I want to be in Italy today, 
yep. that I could do that. Yeah. I could go here. I could go there. Okay. So those would be the three things that are top for you. Yeah. And what I would encourage you to do, and I work with my clients to encourage them to align your money with that. Yeah. If you believe, if you like being able to just pick up and go, right, then you are taking your money and making sure that your money is working towards that goal. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, same thing, convenience. Uh, you actually value time. It's not even convenience. It's time. Yeah. yeah. You know. So, all right, what is my money doing? So then when I look at my clients and I start looking at, oh, let's look at your credit card statements. I actually look at my clients three months worth of credit card statements wow. and I see, okay, well, this expense doesn't really align with what's most valuable to you. Yeah. Because what happens is we get caught in these habits. Mm -hmm. We habitually just Apple pay. We habitually just swipe. And yeah. then we're like, yeah, we, I like that. I like that too. I like that too. And we are not taking our money and having it flow mm -hmm. into what is most important to us and most valuable to us. And if yeah. you look at a river and a river flows, if it's flowing in one direction, it flows the fastest, yep. right? But if it's flowing in five or six different directions, it becomes losing its power. Yeah. And that's what we do with our money. We have it go all over the place. Meanwhile, yeah. it could be going flowing into the one direction that we find important. Yeah. To create the life we truly want. Because those three things that you just mentioned, that's creating a life you want. So yeah. now how do we take our money and make it flow into creating that type of life? That is so good. I'm going to do that exercise after this because I am so inspired. And I love that approach because it feels abundant to me. It doesn't feel like constricting. You're not saying like, Scotty, you can't spend money on first class flights. You're saying do that. But, you know, the... I don't know, the 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 Saint Laurent bag that you want. Like maybe yeah. isn't the, maybe yeah. isn't the priority in yeah. maybe investment account. So it's not you you never said in that. And I love that that you're like, don't do this. You're just like, hey, align with your priorities. What what do people experience when they go through that? So when somebody goes through this exercise with you, like what are they what do they ultimately experience? They, I mean, they're aha moments constantly because they yeah. realize okay if i value family and time with my children right then i look at their habits and i say well you're working from seven in the morning before your child wakes up till probably 8 p.m and your kid goes to sleep at 8 30. Yeah. tell me how that is is aligned with what you value the most yeah right so how do we change that because you, in your mind, are working for your child to give them a better life. Right. But your child is now missing you, what, 95% of the day? Yeah. And so that becomes, you know, something where the person's like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm not realizing that this quest for money mm -hmm. is not, not aligned with what I value the most. And again, yeah. we come back to the concept of money is just the means to what you truly want. And then we lose sight of what we truly want because we're chasing money. 
Yeah, it's kind of like this this not so healthy cycle that's a little bit like downward in momentum where we get to a place where it's almost like there's like smokescreen over our eyes and we're like, wait a minute, how did I get here? I have yeah. this like big house and all these cars and I have all this stuff, but like I value my family and I'm not seeing my family at all. And I think that is, and that's such a wake up call for so many people. So I think the the exercise that I would encourage anybody listening from this is to take what we're saying and um, let it sit with your nervous system, right? So we don't want to make decisions from like a manic place of like, oh shit, like, you know, Joyce just said that I shouldn't spend money on Uber Eats and I'm doing it. So I got to cut out all Uber Eats. Like, first yeah. of all, book a session with her and talk to her about it. But yeah. second of all, like come to a place of like emotional regulation and figure out like, what, what do I want? What do I not want? And how do I start to pivot and shift my behavior to be in alignment with what I value? And that's and that's the value, I think, of of you, right? And and coaches and advisors that focus on this, which it's really just you. I mean, I don't know, I don't know <laughs> many advisors out there that are talking about the mindset around things, right. um, which I think is a huge is a huge miss because it, it's all interconnected. But talking to somebody and having a person holds space for you that's in the finance world. Cause this is almost like financial therapy, right? This is that's like exactly what I do. Yes. <laughs> that's basically what I call it. It's, it's financial therapy, right? Yeah. Right. And, and then one thing, you know, you help advisors and I love the way that you're helping advisors grow their business. Yeah. And, and one thing that advisors need to ask themselves, right. Or ourselves, because we're all advisors here is how is my money story yep. holding me back? Because yeah. we all have a money story, right? Yeah. And it could either work for us or work against us. Yeah. If, if I take myself, I'm a daughter of immigrant parents. I never learned how to invest. Yeah. And so me coming into the investment world and working with multi-million uh, dollar accounts and then being in front of multi-millionaires and telling them what to do with their money, there was yeah. imposter syndrome all over that, right? Yeah. And I had to work on my money story, you know, yeah. going back to, okay, what was it that I was feeling when I was a kid? Because mm -hmm. it's things that happened when you were a child will 100% affect the way that you treat money today. And yeah. as a financial advisor, it also affects the way that you're feeling in these meetings and the confidence that you bring to the table. And, yeah. and whether you could believe that you can grow this business the way you want them to, right? Yeah. Yeah. The There are so many advisors, I think, that need to address their mindset around money. And I think we're all at different stages of it. But I think what you bring up is so crucial because you know, what, what we give out, we get back. So we, we mirror things in our lives. So if your clients are telling you like, Hey, I'll do this later. I'll save money later. Like, where are you doing this in your life? Right. If there is a, a coach or a program or an opportunity to learn or go to a seminar and you're like, I'll do it later. Like, I don't have the money for it right now. Are you getting that same response from your clients? And I see that all the time. And so it's so key to come to a neutral place with money, right? So we 
clear the belief systems, we clear the head trash, we clear the imposter syndrome, and all that stuff is normal, right? It doesn't have to be, but it's very fucking normal. Like we grow up in a society that is not very in tune with their feelings and emotions around money. And so we adopt these belief systems and these scripts and these patterns and these habits from a young age, because that's what we learn from our parents. And I want to talk about your parents and your experience there, because I'm really interested Um, And then we bring it into our adult life and then we just never question it. And we're like, okay, well, how, and then how am I impacting the people around me and my clients? And how can I even be showing up in a more, um, you know, impactful way if I do work on this? Um, So I'm curious. So some of the things that I, when I was doing some research on you, I saw uh, obviously daughter of two immigrant parents. Sounds like your dad worked really hard um, and he like, had two jobs and you kind of saw him working hard to take care of your family, but he wasn't necessarily growing wealth in the way that you would maybe have wanted or he would have wanted. And I'm curious, like, um, I guess two sides of the question. One, how did you kind of like break free of the, uh, of the, 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 I don't want to say teaching because it's not like our parents teach us that intentionally, but like, how did you break free of the conditioning that you picked up as a child? And then how, how would you encourage people who maybe have people in their life like your father who haven't done the work because that wasn't a thing back in the day, right? Like it, this is all like a lot of new conversation. How would you help people like that moving forward? Lots of questions that I just threw at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so great question. I, one of the biggest things is becoming aware of what your, what your thoughts are, are bringing, right? Mm-hmm. So becoming aware of your money story. And so when you start looking at one simple question to ask yourself is what did I learn about money when I was a kid? Think mm-hmm. back. Yeah. What did you hear? What did you see? I saw my parents argue about money. You know, I felt marginalized as the poor kid. You know, I felt like we couldn't afford. I heard we can't afford this. We can't afford this. We got to, that begins to be cemented in your head and it becomes years of conditioning. There's years and decades of conditioning that we're sitting with today. Mm -hmm. And so you got to ask yourself that question. What did I see? What did I hear? What did I feel when it comes to money? And then you begin writing it down. I'm a big journaler. So write it down and then ask yourself, okay, if I'm looking at my finances today and, and how I feel about money today, can I see any links? Do I see anything that makes sense because of this past experience? Yeah. Because you're going to start finding some trends, some things that go with it, you know, and that's how I started my own journey. It took years for me to get rid of that thought process of me being the poor kid from Jersey city. Yeah. You know, it, it took years. And so it's not an overnight thing. When I work with my clients, they know, and I tell them, Hey, it's not an overnight thing, but by the time you're done working with me, 100%, you're going to feel different and and things are going to change. So those are just some questions that you can, you can uh, do. Another quick way is to look at your parents and your siblings. Hmm. So see how they think about money. And it's easy for me to see that. Like when I went out with, with my family, 
uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, my family, and I took them out for a birthday dinner. Yeah. And my family's asking for discounts. And I'm like, ah, okay. Like yep. I see that nothing wrong with coupons, nothing wrong with asking, Hey, is there a discount today? But it's like, I saw that trend and I'm like, okay, you yeah. know, I see how they struggle with money. And then I am reminded that I came from that same place. Mm-hmm. And so some of the anxiety that I may feel around money or that feeling like, oh my God, when's the other shoe going to drop? Yeah. It's coming because of those experiences I had when I was a kid. Yeah. And and to add on to that, the experience you had with your family in them like asking for discounts or coupons or whatever that is. It's interesting because I, and I think we will both agree that it's not about the discount. It's about the energy behind the asking. So are you asking for a discount? Are you shopping at sales because you're saying to yourself, I can't afford full price, or are you shopping at a discount store and being like, Holy shit, I'm getting such a great deal. This is so amazing. So it's not about necessarily just spending money to spend money. It's about the energy behind it. And, and the question I think that we're getting to is asking yourself the, the question we're getting to is the question to ask yourself, which is, is this thought process valuable to me moving forward, right? So is the thought process of, hey, I can't afford that. Is that adding value to your life? Is that adding value to the conversation? If the answer is yes, cool, right? Then you can keep it, but maybe that's your opportunity to assess because if the answer is no, then you could say, ooh, interesting. Maybe there's a different thought process for me to bring moving forward that's going to help me get to that next level, whatever that looks like for me. And that next level doesn't have to be a financial higher point. It can be just feeling like less stress or less anxiety or less pressure or whatever it might be. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you're right. You're right on point, right? It's the energy that you're feeling. Is yep. that energy coming from a space of anxiety, fear, you know, non-deserving, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't deserve this. Yeah. Or is that energy coming from, hey, I'm making a uh, a thoughtful, uh, intelligent financial decision. Can yeah. we bring this down? Can we negotiate? Different energy than, you know, this feels awkward. I don't deserve this. Or, um, you know, I can't afford this. Right, 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 right. And I just love, I think it's so, like, I'm so... This doesn't sound so interesting. I'm so proud of you. And I mean that in like oh, the most like purely respectful way, because I just love seeing people who have been through situations in life that haven't like necessarily set them up for success, right? It's not like you were born into a family with millions of dollars and you're coming on here and being like, it's so easy to make money. Like it's no, it's like you've seen the other side of it and you see how, and you took it into your own hands and you shifted and you changed. And I think that is so inspirational for so many people. And especially for like the Latina community or Latino community, like just uh, having more people in positions of power that are doing amazing things from like a good hearted, loving place. So like, I'm just so excited for you. I'm excited for your growth. I'm excited for 
your next level and like your next glass ceiling because we all have it right like even even us at this stage in our careers like yeah I'm making a lot of fucking money but like it still feels nervous to get to that next level because I'm like oh shit what does that mean about me and what's gonna happen and there's still like uh, there's still stuff that comes up right and I think that's I can speak for myself that the the next levels are once you kind of get out of survival mode, like once you once you move through survival mode, then the next levels become fun because it's kind of like a game to like figure yes. it out. It's like you're not going to put the pressure on you. Like I don't going from like 50,000 to 80,000 a month of revenue. I'm not going to like not be able to like eat. Right. It's like that's not yeah. an issue. It's like a it's like a puzzle. It's a game to figure out. And I just know like that can be triggering. So I'll just kind of put a side note that like going from 50, 80, 100 millions of dollars, like, yeah, that can be triggering at times. But the opportunity here is during this whole conversation, if you hear anything, and you are feeling a certain way about it, then the opportunity is to look inward. What is it that are what is it about our conversation that created something where you're like, Oh, fuck Scotty, or like, whatever it is, where you're like, <laughs> He said this, that, that's just an opportunity to go inward um, and figure out kind of like what's coming up. And that could be the catalyst that you need to, to move forward. Um, right. So right. Because I, I want to add, add to that. Because yeah. there, there could be some people that are like, oh, my God, that's such bullshit. <laughs> yes. You know what? Look into that. What part of you is getting angry at this conversation? Mm. Yeah. You know, there's that part of you that probably is holding that in or certain things that have happened in the past. And, and I also want to, well, thank you so much for the things you said, you said about me. I, it feels good to, <laughs> to hear someone say, I'm so proud of you. Um, I, I want to remind everybody that your past does not dictate your future, does not mm. dictate your present. And unfortunately no. we hold on to this definition of ourselves we hold on to that definition of my parents you know were poor or I grew up in this side of the town or you yeah. know I was treated this way because of my color or whatever it may be or my gender or whatever it may be yeah you know, whatever happened in your past happened in your past and it does not mean that it creates your wealth or your success today yeah and that's that's super um important to understand and i think that's one of the things that i like being able to say yeah i came from a poor background and i've been able to to open an investment firm write a book get my masters pay for my own college education because yeah. that means nothing yeah your story is only the past and now you rewrite your story yeah Woo! I feel like that was like a mic drop. I feel like I'm at like the Oscars and I just had like this motivational speech and I'm like, I'm like ready to go run a fucking mile. I don't know about you. I'm like <laughs> feeling so good. I'm so excited. Um, okay. So in, in terms of, I want to, I want to ask a couple more questions and, and make sure that everyone gets exactly what they need. So I guess um, my next question for you is what is, what are like one or two things that you hope people take away from this chat today? So like what what are like the the things that are most important to you in this space, in this world um, that you want people to just even ha like have their eyes open to or just hear in a different way? Like I I'm curious, what what is that like thing that's burning on your heart that you just want to scream from the fucking rooftops? <laughs> um, I think it would be... Um... There's no mistake about it. 
you are here for a purpose. Yeah. There's no mistake about it. There is no mistake for you being here. You, Scotty, have a purpose. I have a purpose. Everybody listening to this podcast has a purpose. It doesn't mean that you have to be the next Tony Robbins. Yeah. What it does mean is that you need to tap into what it is that your soul is wanting you to do. It is not going through the motions every day. It is not that. Yeah. It is something bigger than that. And you know what it is. And it's important for you to follow what that inner voice is telling you to do yeah. in your life. And, and we go through stages in our life. You know, maybe this is a different stage for you and yeah. you're discovering a different side of you and that's okay. You know, yeah. we're not made to be the same person for decades. Yeah. We are made to leave our shell and go find a bigger shell. Yeah. Hermit crap. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, I literally just picked at a picture of like, you know, when you go to those, like, um, like those fairs when you're a kid and like, there's like the hermit crabs. I used to <laughs> love those fucking hermit crabs. I don't know why, but I would always buy them. And of course, like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how to take care of a hermit crab. So they would not survive, which is very unfortunate, but um, anyway, now too much coffee for me to derail the conversation, <laughs> but that is so, that is so good. It's so, so, so fucking good that everyone here has a purpose. Everyone here is here for a reason. And hopefully if you're in a state of just kind of like stuckness, hopefully this is kind of the, 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 the catalyst or like that little flare to, to be like, Ooh, maybe I should look at my mindset around money. Maybe I should look at what am I doing with my time, with my energy, because it's not just a means to an end. Mm -hmm. I say all the time, like you can't have an unhappy life and then have like a happy ending. Like it's not, it's a, it's not going to work in the way that like you do something for like 50 years that you hate. And then you'll have an amazing retirement. Like that, that shit does not mesh like energetically. You got to find whatever that is for you. Um, and, and, and just know that like money in this conversation is a tool. It's a conduit. It's a path to something else. It's not the end result. Like I love talking about money and I mean, we're advisors we talk about money all the fucking time, but like, it's not about money. It's not about money. It's about money, but it's not about money. It's about all the things that money provides. Absolutely. It's, it's everything that you truly, truly want. At the end of the day, you don't need money. Yeah. Right. What right. you want are the experiences that money is going to buy. Yeah. So that's important to understand. I think the other piece that I would love to add and, and yeah. shout from the rooftops is that no one chooses your story except yourself. Mm. I do not care what gender you are, race, you know, what religion. I don't care what your past is. I really yeah. don't. Yeah. That does not indicate what you can create in your life and you need to get rid of that belief system yeah. you can look at yourself today and you can say i am choosing a different life i am choosing yeah. something different for myself i don't care what my parents did where i grew up none of that bullshit. Yeah. i have chosen to be abundant today and you can begin creating that because you write your own story yeah 
That was so New Jersey of you. I felt like the New Jersey energy just seeping <laughs> through the, the camera. <laughs> okay, so two final questions. So yeah. first of all, where can everyone find you? So like, obviously I'll put all the links in the show notes if you're listening to this or if you're watching it on YouTube, I'll put all the links in the show notes. But for anybody listening to it in the car, like where should where do you want people to go? I know you have a book. Obviously mm-hmm. you have an incredible website. It's like super vibey. So I definitely would say check that out. But maybe tell everybody where, are, are the best places to find you? Uh, so website's always going to be the best because those those are going to be the updated links. MoneyMindsetAdvisors.com is my website. You can find me on the social media platforms. I'm on Facebook, business, Instagram. I'm really, really big on Instagram there. And then my book is 31 Badass Money Mindset Affirmations. You can find that on Amazon. An audio version is coming too. Ooh. I'm really excited about that. So look out for that. I'm I'm a big fan of audio uh, audiobooks. What's your Instagram handle for everybody listening? At the Joyce Rojas. Got it. Perfect. And again, these will be in the show notes. So anybody that's listening can just pop in and just click on it and go over. And my next question is, what? Um, who are the people that you think you serve best? So if, if somebody is listening to this and they're thinking, they're like, holy shit, Joyce is a badass. She's a Latina. She's like making fucking money moves. Like I want to talk to her. I want to explore working with her. Maybe if you want to share a little bit more about who you serve well and who... Um, and like what can what what they can expect, at least in like maybe like an intro conversation, right? Like for for a, for the first time that they're meeting you, or if they're like maybe a little bit nervous about actually booking a call, who's who kind of fits that category? And um and and I guess what can they expect in that first chat? So if you're a six-figure earner and you feel like, okay, something's still holding me back, or I'm not growing my wealth as fast as I want to, um, then definitely speak to me because there, there's yeah. something that's holding you back and we'll find that together. Yeah. They can expect that in the first conversation. You know, I'll ask a lot of questions to see what's happening and then, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, so that's the, the, the easiest way. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So if you're a six figure earner and you're thinking to yourself, something is just not quite there. I haven't like unlocked the code. I'm not saving as much as I would want to, or I really want to buy a house. How do I get there? Or am I, am I on track for retirement? Like at fucking all, like any of those things that might be percolating in their head, or if you're just kind of getting like the feeling, I mean, I'm a big intuitive person. So if you're just getting the feeling, you're like, I just need to talk to Joyce. I don't even know. Then just book a call because you're just incredible and you have such a great light and I know you're helping so many fucking people. Um, and I, and I just, and I think that we, we together are just so similar that we want to deconstruct the barrier to get people to become wealthy. So in the finance world, it can be so fucking old, straight white guy. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, pressure and kind of funky energy that might come along with that. And what I particularly love about you and your business is that you have different ways of serving clients. So you're not going to meet with somebody and they're going to say, Hey Joyce, I don't have $2 million. And you're going to say, sorry, goodbye. Right. Like that's not your practice. That's not what you, what you stand for and what you show up for. Um, If somebody has $2 million, cool. Right. They'll come to you and you'll, you'll serve them deeply. Um, But it's not, you know, a lot of people have those concerns like, fuck, I don't have money. I can't talk to an advisor. And you serve that, that, that person really well. And I think that's a huge value um, in our community. So thank you for doing that. 
Thank you. And yeah. thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for doing what you do with advisors. Love the work you're doing. And uh, I appreciate you. Oh, you're the best. This is such a great vibey conversation. I need to say the word vibe less because I'm just, again, Libra, <laughs> I can't help myself, um, but you're amazing. Everybody go check out Joyce. Uh, she's such a thrill to be around and her energy is incredible. And she's from New Jersey, which of course is like just the cherry on top to everything. Um, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being here. I love you and I support you. And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you.